0: Now, with today's Fresh Insights, Cynthia Hyatt.
1: I hear the whispers in my throat,
0: echo in my mind.
1: Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt. I'm so glad you joined me today. And I know it may sound kind of strange to hear my voice today. So this is a brand new show that we are doing, that we are launching today. And I have with me Pastor Leslie Martin, who you are always familiar with listening to. So we are going to do a a really amazing show for you where we are going to transition into a new season. And this season is going to be really based on your calling and what God has designed you to do. I'm a psychotherapist in clinical practice for 28 years, and my heart is to make sure that you, all people, are really walking out the calling that God has designed for them, that they are not being a counterfeit version of themselves, but that they are truly being who God has created them to be. And so we're going to talk about your intellectual health, your social health, your your psychological, emotional health, your, your physical health, all these different arenas that God is wanting to heal and to cause you to prosper within. So I know that you're going to enjoy this. I am very excited to do this, and if you're familiar with the show on Sundays that I do, the hour-long show at 12 o'clock, that show is still on, so please make sure you listen to that as well. So, Leslie. Good morning.
2: (laughs) Actually, it's probably afternoon (laughs) when this is is. being aired.
1: Yes, but It is so nice to have you on, and it is such an honor. You know, I have listened and watched your ministry for years and have always been inspired by just the insight that God gives you about the word and your diligence in delivering the word appropriately.
2: It's intimidating to me. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Cynthia, we have known each other 20 some years. We have. And... What an incredible privilege uh, to just help launch your show that you will be doing in these next weeks and months and hopefully years. Yes, indeed. Um, I have been so privileged and blessed to be able to be a part of the Salem Radio family here in Phoenix and uh, for 14 years. It's amazing. And and I just want to thank all the people Who have listened, who have contacted me and spoke encouraging words and spoken of how God's word has made a difference in their life. And, you know, my goal and focus is to open the word and let it shine into all the places of our life. Oh, and you have done that expertly. And, you know, it's the spiritual health area. Yes. And now to just sort of like toss the ball over the net, so to speak, to you, Cynthia, and you get to address all these other areas of life, not to to depart from God's word, but how to work it out in every area of our life. Oh,
1: that's very well said. It really is the walking out. I, I am so passionate about people's lives. I really just want them to be okay. And, yes. and it's such a privilege to be able to do that. You've set such a great groundwork, you know, and I don't want to sit here. We could have the Mutual Admiration Society for days. Yeah.
2: You know, we just I, we just love and appreciate we do.
1: each other. We do. And so it's such an amazing thing that God would do this. We you know, I had no idea when the radio station um, came to me and said, you know, we would like you to take over the three o'clock spot because, you know, I work all day. Yes. So I didn't know when your show aired. I had no idea that it was your show. And so after I signed a contract and they said, oh, by the way, I thought, oh, my goodness, this yes. is Leslie
2: Martin's show, you know.
1: And so I thought, what an amazing, sweet thing that God would do to
2: transition. Yes. And we were we were talking about that, yes. how, you know, God is so incredible in how he knits us together as the body of Christ. I mean, yes. we we fellowship in different churches and we see each other occasionally. We've known each other for years. But, you know, it, you are an answer to my prayer as well, because I knew as God was moving me into new seasons of ministry, and uh, that's exciting. We don't have to talk no, about we will. that. We will. But I was really praying for all the listeners who've been so faithful in in listening and supporting um, new mercies. And I've been praying for them that God would bring the perfect fit, exactly the person with the message that they needed to hear. And I really see God doing that with you. And I'm so truly thrilled to see you have this time. And I know the listeners, you guys, you're going to love Cynthia. And you are going to really be blessed by what well, she has I re- to share. I
1: really appreciate that. You know, you and I were talking on the phone last night, just kind of how to do today and tomorrow, yes. you know, because you know, and certainly some of this is because we're women. So we have this this we take people in and we care for them, and yes. we don't want them to be dropped and we don't want them to be abandoned and we want it to be comforting. And so, you know, we were talking about how you had this great insight where you said, you know, it's amazing we are one body, yes. and that God, you know, really showed you and I, That even though, you know, we don't socialize very, I mean, you know, I see you if I speak at your church, if I see you speaking at another event, you know, we've seen each other all through the years and we chatted and talked because we have, you know, mutual interests and, and, but to think that he would, was this doing this parallel work and we didn't even know
2: he was doing this to bring it to this fork in the road. It's, it's it's such a beautiful thing. It's truly amazing. And, and it gives all of us comfort when we have change and transitions in life. God has already been there. Yes. He was at this crossroads, at this change, this transition. You guys, he was here years ago planning this moment. Of what he is going to do, because he's not in time like we are. So he has been, so to speak, just chuckling in the background, delighted at what he has planned for the future. So anytime we face a change in our life, just know God's already been there and he has it. And, And I think that's the comfort is that those transitions
1: always bring some grief and loss. Yes. Even though they bring new birth. Right, and okay. so it's going through that process of transition and recognizing that God doesn't ever take us through a transition. He doesn't end something to not begin a better thing. That's right. And it doesn't discount the the past. It means He's constantly building on our past to get us to the future He has for us that exactly. He's designed for us. Exactly. And so, you know, I shared th- that verse with you last night. I'm going to read it to the listeners because it was so powerful when I read it, and I thought this is a culmination of what you and I do yes in different modes right and and what a great vision for the show and so this is romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 out of the message bible and it says so here's what i want you to do god helping you take every day ordinary life you're sleeping eating going to work walking around life and place it before god as an offering Embracing Mm -hmm. what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Amen. Don't Mm -hmm. become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. And that's you and I. That's our mission. Exactly. exactly. He says, readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it, which is what you and I are doing. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. Mm. And you and I, that is our mission. We grow people up. Exactly. We want them mature in the Lord. And God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Amen. I thought
2: that just sums this up. It totally does. It's a beautiful transition verse. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, officially I'm passing the baton and (laughs) Cynthia, you're going to run this race and it's going to be amazing.
1: Well, I appreciate it. And I know, you know, we also talked. I mean, I'm thankful that you have always been a resource for me. Biblically, you and your husband, you know, are such Bible scholars that I, I love to listen to the the information that you have and the things that you write because it illuminates things for me in a different in a different manner. My education is is different than yours, right? And so I, you know, I know that I can always be calling on you.
2: Yes, you know we can you call know, on you too. Absolutely, you know. And this is the beauty of the body of Christ is that we all come to this with different perspectives, yes, different giftings. Um, different motivations, in a sense. All of us want to put Jesus front and center, definitely. And we want to see people's lives transformed by what and who God is and what he has done for us. But God uses us in so many different and beautiful ways. And, And, you know, I, I was thinking,
1: you know, as we kind of transition this, I think it would be nice just for your listeners, you know, as you are kind of saying goodbye to them, to hear from you what it's meant to you, and some of the favorite things you've done, or the favorite messages you've had, or you know, just you know, what what you have appreciated about doing it.
2: Oh, Cynthia, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little over 14 years ago, I wasn't seeking to be on radio. I was happy little pastor's wife, you know, doing my thing, supporting my husband in his ministry, and loving on the people in our church. And other people came around and said, we really think you need to be on the radio. And and this what happened to me. Isn't that bizarre? It, it's just yes. amazing. Yes. It wasn't something I sought. And so um, through very many different circumstances, it all came together. And it, to say what is my favorite thing about it, mm-hmm. I think just the incredible blessing of I think of you, the listenership here, every time I'm studying to teach and my teaching as you probably already have gleaned through the years, I'm not coming into a studio and teaching it in a studio. There have been a few times when the recording didn't work and we did that, but um, most of the time I'm, I'm teaching, you know, people in my church. And it's it's a blessing. But when I am teaching, I am always thinking, who is that person They may be driving in their car? And maybe they just got bad news. Um, maybe their heart is heavy with something. Maybe they're chilled. You know, I, I try to think, who is that person out there that I'm speaking to? And what in this section that I'm in, in God's word, what would God say to them? And that has been an incredible privilege yes yes to do that yes. and I'm going to continue to teach God's word um, I won't be on radio mm-hmm. but, uh, but you're coming into the 21st century yes actually yes, and you my kids are like okay yes. we have to beef up the podcasts and, it's like, Mom. <laughs> and the YouTube videos yeah. and all those which are actually already happening and uh, if you are interested in any of that you can go to our church's website calvaryphx.com and you can download for podcasts um you can watch and listen and it's all on your time. So you're not just limited to a specific time of day. Which is what is it's yeah. wonderful that God would say, I want you to be more
1: available than just yes. one time a day. Right. And so, you know, technology is here and you and I, you know, we are a different generation and and I've resisted some of the technology, even though I think it's amazing. Yes. Uh, it's just a different, it, you know. We're, we weren't raised with it, right? So it's not of, as intuitive. It's not, it's not. <laughs> and so I think it's amazing. You know, your your son is so excited. Oh my goodness! About getting you online. Yes, you know, he has been pushing this, and he's like, forever,
2: mom, mom. mom. <laughs> and, so he, and my daughters are very yes, excited indeed. as well. And one of my daughters actually, we have just started co-teaching. And Which daughter is this? That's Ellie. Oh yes. And she just got married this summer, so now she's wow. Ellie Cunningham, tall, dark, and handsome guy. Very oh, sweet. That's wonderful. And he also has a heart for ministry and is in college getting his theological degree and serving at our church, Calvary. Wow. As a pastoral you have intern,
1: so many changes at Calvary.
2: There are a lot of changes. It's lots really exciting, of new, things. young pastoral interns. Uh, yes. And so much outreach going on. And uh, we could go on and on about that, but we need to get back yes, to yes. the program. <laughs> it's just seasons of life and changes, and, and personally, I'm in a lot of that. But I just am so grateful for the privilege it has been. Well, I think to share that's. I speak. think that's
1: what's so amazing is that really, you know, in previous times, you know, if you ended something, you just kind of disappeared, right? And this way, you know, we're making sure that listeners know how to find you. Right. You know, and that they can keep up with that ministry and they can continue to hear the wealth of knowledge and the insight that that the Lord gives you. Yes. And that it's available 24 7. Exactly. So they can listen whenever they want. Anytime they want. Exactly. (laughs) Download
2: it on your phone and listen in the car or whatever. Yes. And starting as of this week, actually, co teaching with my daughter, Ellie. And so you will not only hear me but you will hear the next generation coming up. That, and God that, and has, that's amazing. Yeah, God has gifted her. She has mm-hmm. a very prophetic, uh, very passionate uh, way of presenting God's word. Very solid. And I'm so excited. It, it's it's very exciting for me to be in the place now of mentoring others to do yes. what I've been blessed to be able to do. Well, you have life. such
1: talented children, and and you guys are so... What I'm seeing and hearing is you are really doing a good job of raising up this generation of the late 20s, 30s and really mentoring these young people.
2: And Uh, we love it. This is this is the best thing ever. (laughs) But, you know, you had also said, okay, what is your favorite teaching that I want to talk about? It just happens to be whatever I'm currently teaching, it's always my favorite. <laughs> so right sense. now yeah. with my daughter, it's soul on fire and we're talking about discipleship and sanctification and walking on and making it practical and working it out in our life, working out that salvation yes, yes. in our life. Which Not, never
1: which never occurs until the day you die. Exactly. But you keep working. But it's
2: all by grace it's all go- and it's empowered all, yes, it's by a the Lord moment and moment
1: by moment.
2: Oh, And so I'm very excited about that. But you're going to have to go to our website to be able to listen to that or hear the podcast. But um, looking back, though, one of the teachings that I was really blessed to be able to, you know, impart, impart, share, whatever I keep using share, (laughs) but um, was a teaching on shame. Shame was an issue that I had dealt with a lot in my life. And uh, a lot of it driven because I was raised as the good little church girl. And uh, when in my teens, I did a few things that good little church girls shouldn't do. There was all this shame and it began to compound in my life. Shame on top of shame. And um, the Lord really spoke to my heart. I mean, I had been saved for years. You could say decades, at least 20 right, years Right. before the before i really understood that when jesus died on the cross for my sins he not only took my guilt because i was you know guilt but he took the shame you know and guilt and shame are not the same thing and here i'm speaking to the choir because you could (laughs) do many sessions on that But, you know, there are so many Christians that walk around knowing Jesus has forgiven them, but they feel ashamed. They feel less than I'm not a really good Christian. They look at other people and and they lift them up and, and say, I'm not as good as that person. And it keeps them back from experiencing the joy and the power of living in the Holy Spirit and living for Christ. It keeps them back from using the gifts that God has given them and serving other people because of this creeping shame that they feel. Well, it causes them to be that counterfeit
1: version of themselves because exactly. they are trying to boost it up, bolster it up right. and be who they think they're
2: supposed to be, supposed to be, instead, instead of being who they are. Yes, but they're, they're ashamed of exactly. who they are and that message just meant so much to me personally, because it was at that point where I realized, you know, when Adam and Eve sinned, what was the first thing they realized they were naked? It was shame. Shame. It wasn't even guilt. It was shame.
0: And what did they do?
2: They tried to cover themselves. That didn't work out so well. And they hid from God. And, you know, all through the Bible, you look at people's shame responses. To the things that happen in their life and the things that they well, do. Well, it's usually the crux and the, the, the
1: heart of psychological conditions mm. is shame. Wow. Because shame, you know, there's a, the, the guilt issue is guilt says I did something bad. Right. And so then we can fix it, be forgiven, but that doesn't really offer us the freedom exactly. because the guilt is gone, but the shame, what it the labors. enemy, well, the enemy compounds the shame because the enemy says, yeah, you may have done a bad thing and you're forgiven. But because you did a bad thing, you're a bad person.
2: And And that's that's what we can't get away from. Guilt is you did a bad thing.
1: And shame is you are a bad bad person. Yes, you are a bad thing. And so we're constantly in that performance oriented process of trying to undo that shame to prove to the world, to prove to God, to prove to ourselves we're not a bad person. But we still walk around feeling yucky.
2: And so the thing that the Lord spoke to my heart was, you know, it always, always goes back to the cross. But he was like. How was Jesus? Uh, what did he look like when he was on the cross? Exactly. He was naked. Exactly. Now, did Jesus have to die naked as a sacrifice to take away the guilt of our sin? No. But he died naked because he took our shame. Exactly. So that we don't have to constantly cover. Right.
1: It's, it's a miracle. It, it is it so is empowering so and so incredible. moving. Yes. It's amazing.
2: It it changed my life. (laughs) Totally. You know, because it does. It's
1: the one thing that is the core of our being. Exactly. The core of our being is whether or not we are worthy, whether we are valuable, Mm -hmm. whether we are wanted. And when we are covered in shame and we take it on and we believe it. Right. We are always going to be in a works mentality. Exactly. Of trying to get out from underneath it and work it out. Get that And God says, God says, no, shame is gone.
2: Yeah. You don't have to yeah. try to sow your fig leaves and cover yourself. Right, because,
1: and the, the greatest gift is really being in, able to integrate the truth, because the truth sets us free. Exactly. The truth that God is not ashamed of us. No. no matter what the enemy says to the Lord and telling him all these things, like as if God doesn't know, right? Right. God is not ashamed of his people. He says, I am not ashamed to call them brethren. It's, it's staggering. Yeah. And if we could really take that in the freedom that comes with that. And, and I tell clients day after day after day, when you really accept the fact that you are not a bad person, you are a fallen person that does bad things in spite right. of yourself. Right. That does not make you bad. That once you recognize that the amount of freedom that comes from that, you are less likely to act poorly. Yes, it's a, it's phenomenal. The law always makes us
2: want to do
1: it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? it's, it's this backwards inside out thing, right? That, you know, it's this fear that people have that if I let go of shame, I'll be out of control. Right. I'll do all kinds of bad things. And I'm like, no, it's the guilt, the shame that's causing you to have to do that ends up causing these bad behaviors. Right. Because you feel so bad about yourself, you do bad things. Exactly. And so the enemy wants to keep us trapped in that horrible web it
2: really is. And he is such an accuser.
1: Yes, he is. Such
2: an accuser. So the next time he accuses, Mm -hmm. you look to the cross and remember Jesus took your shame. You
1: have two friends right now telling you, yes, you do not buy into shame. Amen. So I have this other verse. Yes. That I was very excited about that I got this morning that kind of, again, talks about what we're doing. And this is Colossians chapter two six and seven and from the message bible as well now i know that your husband and i go around and
2: around sometimes about the message bible now, yes. he does like it though he does he you researches know, it he he reads it a lot devotionally he doesn't preach from it but he'll refer once in a while know. you know, know. He, he's I'm, come a long way i'm, I'm telling him <laughs> but right. you know he'll go and he'll check the greek or the Absolutely. hebrew and go well, okay, Peterson is okay here. <laughs> you know, is. Which I so appreciate. Yes. I say, okay, he studied it cuz that's all.
1: so. This is again Colossians chapter 6 verse 6 and 7 says, "My counsel for you is simple and straightforward. Just go ahead with what you've been given. You've received Christ Jesus the master, now live in him. You're deeply rooted in him. You're well constructed upon him. You know your way around the faith." Now do what you've been taught. School's out. Quit studying the subject and start living it. And let your living spill over into th- Thanksgiving.
2: Amen. And I just think
1: that is so powerful to say. You know, stop just studying it. Now we need to study because we need to keep it put, being put in our heart like food. Right, right. But to think that we're going to study it and study it and study it and then we're going to be these perfect people.
2: No. 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 Take what you know. That's right. Get Did out we have, there and do it. <laughs> so we have
1: about 30 seconds. Now, thankfully, you are going to be with us one more day. Okay. So I'm excited to have you again tomorrow. <laughs> okay. we got lots of things we're going to talk about tomorrow. So in the last 30 seconds, what would you like to
2: tell the listeners? I just am going to, what can I say? Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And I know you're going to be truly built up and encouraged. You know, we've spent 14 years in school so to speak learning now it's going to be with Cynthia yes. do it that's do right. it
1: <laughs> join me tomorrow with conversations with Cynthia and we will have Leslie Martin one more time have a great rest of your day
0: to hear today's program again or to share it with someone else please go online Cynthia Hyatt.com. that's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H I-E-T-T dot com Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version.